and welcome to Season 2 of HistoHelp, NSH's popular podcast that brings tips, tricks, and advice on all those pesky problems you're facing in the lab. Season 1 was a huge hit, and this season is going to keep the good times rolling. We will be chatting with Histo legends like Cliff Chapman and Maria Buell, Dave Cruel, our unofficial guru on tech, industry partner, and maybe your new best friend when it comes to equipment know-how, Matt Mincer, and NSH members Lynn Grumman and Candace Smoots, whose sound tips and advice will really help your lab maintain those high standards. So sit back for a few minutes and enjoy. Hi, this is Connie, and I am with Robin Fitzel, NSH volunteer extraordinaire, lab webinar superstar, <laughs> and sometimes my best friend when it comes to getting good content and information. And that's why I've asked her to be on today's episode of Histo Talks, where we're going to have a little shit about chatter. <laughs> I just keep up with that. I'm very brilliant. Um, so welcome, Robin. And let me go ahead and just ask you that very important question. What is chatter? Connie, thank you so much for that elaborate introduction. <laughs> so I, chatter to me is the same thing we used to identify as Venetian blind, right? Look of a section. And so it's that alternating uh, look to a section where you have light and dark staining. And you might even, it might be more visible with tissue that is more dense, like uh, uterus or bone. And so that is what it is. What tends to cause chatter? So I've... I, I'm recognizing it in my slide. What can I, what should I be thinking about as far as the what the cause might have been? Well, the first thing that comes to mind for me is the angle of the blade. Uh, I would be sure that if the angle is set um, and every instrument is different with it when it comes to microtomes, but you might want to adjust that if you feel like that might be the, the, the root cause. Also, too, to make sure the blade is tight, which with you would see more other issues if it was loose, but it certainly could be a cause. Uh, another thing that comes to mind is that maybe your block holder is mm. maybe needs to be tightened a little bit, maybe in the holder of the clamp itself where you set the block in. Uh, another culprit that comes to mind uh, is the, the type of tissue, of course, uh, especially bone. If it's not decaled all the way and you're trying to get that section and there's some areas that may be undecalcified, uh, certainly it's going okay. to give you some resistance and cause that. Mm -hmm. I check for the tightness of the blade. I check for the angle of the blade. I check the uh -huh. block holder. And then, of course, I'm factoring in tissue type. Um, dullness of the blade, is that something else to look for that might be a cause Absolutely. or no? Totally yeah. I, I, yeah, definitely could be. Also, the speed at which you're turning. If you're if you're cranking the wheel uh, really fast, uh, certainly on dense tissue, that oh, can cause yeah. problems. Yeah. Okay, that's a great tip. Definitely, like again, going back to what you were saying before, tissue type certainly has an is going to have an impact. And you're right. So if you're that cranking of the blade, if it doesn't match the tissue type, respectively, then you could end up with that problem of chatter or Venetian blinds. So those are ways to take a. Those are potential causes ways to troubleshoot. Is there anything else that I should think about post recognizing this as a problem? Anything I can do with that tissue after I've recognized it as a problem? Uh, I, well, you know, a lot of times with bone or things that need to be decalcified, uh, we, we actually have usually by our station uh, uh, some 
uh, either. I mean, people use different things. Uh, they either decal it on the face after they've cut it, faced it off, and they will they'll put it in some decal. Uh, I know some people use ammonia. I've heard in the field, and even I've run into accounts where people actually use dish soap, but they have certain brands that they use. So oh, okay. that's probably that's probably not in the textbook. <laughs> Yeah, but definitely something maybe to post up on the block, the the member community, and say, hey, who's using dish soap for their chatter? Um, and see what kind, get some brand recommendations. All right, so the other thing I want to ask you. No, no, no endorsements. No endorsements. What is the, if I'm looking to identify, I've, I'm identifying chatter, you, like you mentioned, it has that Venetian blind look. What's the difference between re recognizing a wrinkle in a chatter? Yeah, I think the the best way to describe it is that with the chatter of Venetian wands, you're you're getting a pattern where it's light and dark, light and dark. With wrinkles, uh, they can happen anywhere in the section, and uh, usually there's just a couple. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> that's another conversation, but we'll talk about that. Uh, but yeah, and you'll see with wrinkles, you'll see a sharp demarcation, a line across where it's really darkly stained, and you can, if you look at you know on a higher power, you'll see. You know that it's more it's mm. more cell layers, and, and so that tells you. And because it's not a pattern, it's just happening randomly uh, in one or two spots, or through even if there's several of them, you'll see that sharp demarcation. They don't necessarily have to be in line or parallel, and so that's the difference between uh, those two usually. Awesome. Is there anything I'm not thinking about when it, in regards to chatter that is worth mentioning? Well, I would think with, if I could speak to wrinkles, sure. you want to check to the t temperature of your water bath, right? But a one little trick that I was taught years ago was that we would actually keep a, uh, a jar of about 40% oh, about alcohol. And if the section was really difficult to get thin, especially like lymph nodes when you're cutting them at two or three microns, kidney biopsies, we would lay that section on a, on a little water bath uh, that had the 40% alcohol, and then we would place that back into our water bath. And the uh, difference in the chemical compositions, of course, would cause some turgor, and that section would just spread out beautifully. So oh, nice. That yeah, it's a nice little trick. I think some people know about it. I'm not the only one. I know I don't have the market on that, but yeah, it might help. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> if well, I do, as... send, send the payment to R A. Yeah, yeah, right. Don't worry. You can make all checks payable to Robin Fitzel. Um, so I guess I guess on that note, I just want to say thank you for again being my my source on all oh, things histo. You are a self-described histo nerd, and I appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you have a tip, trick, or piece of knowledge you'd like to share, let us know. We would love to feature you on a future episode of Histo Help. Have a great day.